The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Ready to get ready now, go Well, hello and welcome once again to Dunn's Deal, where I do the dealing and I deal them fairly. So, happy Thanksgiving, or day after. I hope you had a great time with uh, family and friends and uh, feasted out on some some turkey or ham or whatever it is you like to feast out on. And um, I had a great day, and I hope you did too. But um, I must get into my introduction. Joe Biden is not the president. He's the thief-in-chief, the pretender to the throne. Donald J. Trump is still the real president, and he's just waiting. He's waiting off the coast there. He's crossed the channel, tanned. His golf game is good, dropped a few pounds, and he's just waiting. Oh, I've got a a little message from him I'll read later. Um, But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the thing... Let's go for the candied yam. Now, actually, this is kind of meat and potatoes as well. But um, I, I w- want to finish off Thanksgiving with just a little reading from um, from the, the pilgrims, from the first Thanksgiving. And uh, it might be a little bit different than uh, what you're used to. And it's kind of short, so I'll just go ahead and and read this thing. It's from Edward Winslow's letter. He was one of the guys that came over on the Mayflower. Survived the first couple of of, uh, bitter winters where they lost 50% of the people that came with them. Tough times. Tough times. Anyhow, the first Thanksgiving. Our hot... Our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men on fowling that so we might have a special manner rejoice together after we had gathered the fruits of our labor labors. These four in one day killed as much fowl as with a little help besides served the company almost a week. Talk about your leftovers. <laughs> served them up for a full week. At which time, amongst other recreations, we exercised our arms. I guess they practiced shooting. Many of the Indians coming among us, amongst us, and among the rest, their greatest king, Massasoit, with some 90 men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted. And they went out and killed five deer, which they brought to the plantation and bestowed on our governor and upon the captain and others. <laughs> Talk about your Thanksgiving dinner, you know. Some people complain because they've got, got to put up with their relatives or, you know, long-lost friends once a year. Uh, they had... Well, they weren't relatives, but they had the friends, they had the neighbors dropping by for three full days. But, hey, they brought deer with them, brought venison, <laughs> which is almost as good as bringing some beer, you know? Either beer or venison, what are you going to bring? Um, and 90 guys. <laughs> Whoo! It uh, doesn't say much else about the uh, celebration, but... Um, you know, that must have been something. Don't know why uh, they didn't write more about it. Definitely something I'm going to want to do a little research into. But um, I'm sure it was much like in my book of uh, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War when when uh, Church went down and joined in with the... Um, um, the Sakonic, uh tribe, and they were on the beach, and they had, you know, bass, uh, eel, 
They, they had lobsters, clams. They, they had a clam fest, you know. They just had a feast of, uh, of fish food there on, on the shore. And they just hung out there, had a bonfire, <laughs> did their dances around the bonfire. Uh, you know, had races, you know, foot races, horse races. So I imagine it would be something like that. You know, and they were practicing their arms, exercised their arms, you know, shooting their guns off. Uh, and quite a feast, quite a fun time to be hanging out. And this was, uh, this was the pilgrims and um, the Indians, the, the Wampanoag tribe. So that was the first Thanksgiving. I would have liked to have been there. So, anyhow, with that said, I will get on to the other stuff. Oh, oh, we've got a message here from Donald Trump. Much better than a message from, from Joe Biden. <laughs> Donald Trump can actually read what he has written. Okay, this is in the Daily Mail. Donald Trump shared a Thanksgiving message to the nation that hinted he may run for president again. A very interesting time in our country, Trump said. But do not worry. We will, we will be great again. And we will all do it together, the former president said in a statement. America will never fail and we will never allow it to go in the wrong direction. Too many generations of greatness are counting on us. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, knowing that a wonderful future lies ahead, he added. Uh, Trump was, uh, has been hinting he'll seek another term in office since he lost the 2020 election. It was stolen! Oh, they say, which he falsely claims was stolen from him. Yeah, go, uh, go check the records. Go see what, what the shenanigans going on in Georgia and in Detroit and uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> but uh, that's for another day. I want to talk about, warn about, something that um, it's on everyone's mind right now. Inflation, you know, a lot of people are already talking about it, so I'm not breaking any uh, ground shattering news. Oh, but before I get into that, I need to play something for you because you need to be aware of what we're dealing with, with the people that are in power. And um, there we go. There's Jennifer. This is Jennifer Graham. The, uh, oh, what is her position? The energy secretary. And she's got quite a few things to say about the price of gas. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. Okay, I'm stopping it right here, and I'll have to back it up and start this over from the beginning. But... Listen to her reaction. She thinks it's funny that that we are paying more for gas. It's just hilarious. Um, let's see. This is from uh, July 16th. I paid two ninety nine for gas down at the Cumberland Shell. On what's this? Uh, July 28th, it went up to three oh five. Not that big a change, but then on. Let's see. This is August 18th. August 13th, it was 3.19. And let me see what date is this. This is November 8th. It was 3.49. And it's about 3.49, 3.45 right now. And that's what she's laughing about. You know, when Trump was in office... Uh, I was paying two twenty-five. I heard somebody on another show say he paid a dollar ninety-nine. I don't know where, but um, yeah, it was at least, or at, at well, at least is a proper term, I guess, two twenty-five. And 
you know, now we're paying at least a dollar and a quarter more, and it's only going up because this is what the people around Joe Biden want. They want you to pay more at the pump so that you drive less. There is that guy from uh, from Massachusetts, from the uh, Department of Environmental Protection. He was just an assistant guy there, and he was talking with some people in Vermont or New Hampshire. And, you know, it was a Zoom call, So he and he thought it was a closed call. But the information leaked out about what he was talking about. And what he was saying is that you, the car driver, you, the homeowner, you are the problem. You see, he'd already driven the manufacturing out of, or he and his cronies had driven manufacturing out of the the Northeast. And uh, driven a lot of manufacturing, the heavy polluters out of the Northeast, out of the United States, sent it to Mexico, sent it to China. And uh, it's not only this guy from Massachusetts, who, by the way, was working for Charlie Parker. uh, I should say Charlie Baker. Charlie Parker is what Joe Biden calls the Massachusetts governor. But anyhow, and it's not just a rhino like Charlie Baker. And it's not just uh, Joe Biden and administration and the leftists. It was Bill Clinton who signed away our jobs with GATT and NAFTA. It was George Bush the first and George Bush the second have been selling us out for decades. And the people in Washington, you just heard their attitude about your problem with, with having to pay more for gas at the gas pump and when it gets cold this winter, you're going to be paying more for fuel to heat your house. Now, I need to be negative because we need to look at what the, the core problem is. The problem is our government has caused these problems. Joe Biden has caused these problems by shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. He wants to shut down a uh, pipeline coming into Michigan that... Uh, that feeds you know into the midwest and um it comes from canada going into michigan illinois all those states around there and he's been shutting down pipelines he and his administration he doesn't really do much he's just the figurehead so his administration is shutting down oil pipelines all over the place because they are greenies they want us to get off of fossil fuels but without fossil fuels and sorry look what happened in texas last year without fossil fuels we are going to freeze so anyhow let's get back to jennifer granholm and listen to her attitude towards you what is the granholm plan to increase oil production in america That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. So, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, the Department of Energy has an energy information agency. And that agency does the forecasting of what oil and gas prices are going to be. As of uh, as of right now, their forecast for the beginning of December is that on average, gas prices, gasoline prices, will be about three dollars and five cents at the beginning of December. They're, they will do an adjustment to that forecast in the next week or so. So we'll see if that holds. Mm-hmm. But um, clearly, the Biden administration is very concerned about the price at the pump and certainly the price in people's wallets for natural gas as well for this winter, including I would say propane and heat. 
needing oil, particularly right. in the Northeast. What is the American solution? If they're the bad guys, Russian and OPEC at the global price of the market, we all understand the economics. What is the Biden plan to jumpstart energy production across America? Here's the Biden plan. I'm here at Glasgow. The Biden plan is to diversify and to make sure that we move in a direction of clean energy where we're not reliant upon cartels and we're not reliant upon geopolitical adversaries who may be um, creating choke points for our mm -hmm. ability and our people to be able to access energy. So that's obviously a longer term strategy and we will continue. This is why this is called a transition. Right. But if 80 plus dollars a barrel doesn't incentivize um, oil companies mm -hmm. to get off the sidelines, I'm not sure what will. What is the Okay. They want you to pay more at the pump. She's full of crap when um, when she says that uh, the government is concerned about what you're paying. The only, the only reason why they might be concerned is politically they will get... Uh, I don't want to use the word I was just thinking of, but they will get decimated at the polls uh, in uh, next November if things remain the same. But um, the prices are going up. Remember... The one caller on the other show said he paid $1.99 for gas when Trump was president. I remember distinctly paying two twenty-five, And now that Biden is in office, it is three forty-nine and going up. And she says it'll be down to uh, $3.05 at the beginning of, uh, of December. Yeah, maybe in Texas, not around here. <laughs> Don't bet on that one. Um, and the lie, be I mean, listen to her laugh. And she used the same term that, that Obama had used. Remember when Obama was, was making fun of Trump for saying that he was going to bring jobs back to the United States? And Obama goes and says, what are you going to do? Wave a magic wand and bring them all back? You can't do that. Well, guess what? He did bring them back. And a lot of those jobs went to uh, manufacturing concerns that provided jobs for uh, not only the whole country, but for minorities. No, Donald J. Trump was not a racist. That was the biggest load of, of poopy diaper on Joe Biden that, uh, that you can think of. The jobs were there. Gas prices were low. You could take care of yourself. You didn't need money from the government. And then COVID hit, and, well, we'll be talking about that later. But don't believe this government when they say that they want to bring your prices down. That is a lie. They want to price you out of the market. You have a target on your back from people in Washington. You are the problem. And uh, I could read you the piece from that guy in uh, Massachusetts again. I've read it a couple of times. But those were his words. You are the problem. You want to drive a vehicle. You want to heat your home. In the summertime, you want air conditioning. You are the problem, according to these greenies. And they're never going to bring the price of gas down. They'll promise it, and then they'll blame OPEC. Well, OPEC didn't uh, provide enough gas uh, or heating oil for your home. It was Vladimir Putin's, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. When we have plenty of energy in this country, again, under Trump. We were energy independent and we were exporting energy, exporting the excess, not exporting what we have, what we need. So remember, you are the enemy, according to uh, people in Washington. You have a target on your back and they are aiming for you. So. 
I know, I know. It's such a wonderful thing to think of here at, um, you know, right after Thanksgiving. But it's something we have to know. We have to plan for it. We have to be aware of it. And you people that voted for Joe Biden, I know there were 20 million fake votes that uh, were manufactured that night. But there were some people that, that actually voted for him. Well... I, I hope you're enjoying paying 350 for a gallon of gas. And uh, I don't know what home heating oil is. Uh, I don't pay by the gallon. I just pay nat- uh, national grid. But um, those prices will go up. And they will go up because they don't give a darn that you have to pay more. If it's tough on you, well... <laughs> They'll blame Putin, or they'll blame OPEC, or they'll blame Trump. But it's Joe Biden's fault. It's his administration's fault. It's Jennifer Granholm's fault. Because if Trump were to come right back in somehow, if we could wave that magic wand that the Democrats like to talk about and, and just plop him into the Oval Office within a, uh, well, take about a month or two to get things up and rolling again. But uh, you'd see the gas, gas prices drop over a dollar right away. And then we would have a secure source of energy through the whole winter and uh, into the summer and for years to come. So let me take a little break here and we shall come back for more. Because we need to plan these things out, people. We need to know what's coming and we need to know who is gunning for us. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone, Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was the scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. James Dunn of Dunn's Deal is producing his first video documentary. Here he is to tell you about the documentary that he has written. The Battle of Jutland is a sea battle in World War I that has long been forgotten, but it was instrumental in the start of that conflict. Most historians are familiar with the killing of Archduke Ferdinand in Serbia, claiming that that was the reason for the war. That was only a flashpoint. The naval buildup by Germany at the turn of the 20th century was the real reason for it. Germany dared to challenge Britain on the high seas. There was only one major naval battle in the war. The Battle of Jutland. Germany bested Britain, but still lost. Then they decided to re-engage in submarine warfare, something that was sure to bring the United States into the war. Watch for the documentary of a shrouded piece of history that shaped the 20th century.
Batman. <laughs> oh, boy, does that bring back memories. Uh, I'm 10 years old again. So, oh, Batman should uh, be be around now. Boy, does San Francisco need him. <laughs> oh, we need the Cape Crusader and, and uh, the Boy Wonder swinging in there to take care of things at Apple or Nordstrom. <laughs> Have you seen that on the, on the TV lately? And I laugh because Apple, Nordstrom, what are the other high-end stores? Uh, um, Viviton. Um, they are the wokest of the woke uh, corporations. And now they're getting slammed. So I think it's kind of funny. And it's a result of defund the cops. And it's a result of, of electing uh, district attorneys. We don't do that around here, but out, out there they elect the district attorneys who um, just let criminals out. And, uh, you know, they go running all around, causing havoc, committing crimes, and they get, they get let off. They, they get no bail. They don't have to post any bail at all, and they uh, get let out on, um, you know, their, their crimes get reduced down to misdemeanor crimes. And you wonder what happens. But before I get further into the story, it looks like we got some callers. The phone line was dead for a while, and now I've got, got it uh, just lighting up. So let's find out what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller number one. What's on your mind? Hey, Jim. How was your Thanksgiving? Very good. I'm still stuffed. I had some leftovers today. <laughs> yeah, same thing. How was yours, Jim? You know, yeah, mine was, mine was okay. It was good. You know what? It, it's amazing because you mentioned a few things uh, about energy, how we were. You know, we were energy independent under Trump. I yes. Mean, we were actually selling oil, and we were enriched in oil. I mean, we were up to our nipples in oil, okay? Yeah, yep, keep it clean. <laughs> okay? Yep. Now, under Biden, he shuts down the pipelines. He's tap, tapping into the, uh, to the emergency reserve. That's what it the, means. The, the, the strategic emergency. The strategic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And not the political okay. emergency reserve. The strategic. Well, like, if, well, if there's a war or something. Yeah, Exactly. You know, and and Biden's tapping into it now. Yep. Uh, under a crisis he created. Exactly. Okay. That's, so that's what blows my mind. And in his little in his little pea brain, in his poopy pants. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's clean. Oh no, wait a minute, it's not clean. But <laughs> it, you can say it. <laughs> but, but get this, get this. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you heard that news, but he was. He's having the energy industry, the oil industry, investigated for, quote, potential <laughs> criminality, unquote, yes. uh, because of the rising gas prices. Well, Mr. Presidente, why don't you have the criminal, uh, criminal investigation start in the White House, in the Oval Office? That's where the criminal activity started. I know, but that's Washington for you. They create a problem, then they say, well, we must investigate to find out what, what, what the problem is. I am not a crook. Remember that one? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 Nixon. But, you know, it's deflecting blame. It's deflecting blame on the oil industry. Who and is he fooling, though? Who is he fooling? He thinks he's fooling everybody, but, you know, that's why CNN has good ratings as he does. Okay, nobody's okay. watching CNN anymore. So, so people are wising up. You know, people are wising up to this crap. And it, you know, in next November, okay, you're going to see. A, I, I my prediction is you're going to see a big shift. You're going to see a lot of the old geezers out who are Democrats, and you're going to see some fresh Republican faces in there. And I say it's by time, about time. And in 2024, okay. Yep. Uh, old uh, poopy pants Biden is going to run for re-election <laughs> as, as, as uh, uh, Ralph would say on The Simpsons. <laughs> you know, who's he thinking? Do you think anybody's going to vote for that clown? Maybe they're the same brain-dead people that voted him before and the same cemetery people. 
But yes, nobody's yep. going to vote for the that zombies. joker again. Nobody. And if it's going to be Biden versus Trump, <laughs> you know what it's going to be like? Did you watch the uh, Wisconsin Cumberland game yesterday? No, I didn't. I missed well, it, unfortunately, but I heard about it. It was, it was yeah, it was insane scores, like 40-whatever to zero, okay? That, and I'm sorry, Boonsaki, I'm a villain over all the way. But anyway, it's going to be like that, okay? <laughs> Biden's going to be the Boonsaki team, okay? He's going to lose. He's not but, but going wait to a minute, to- the dream team of Harris and Buddha Jug Jig, Duke Dig Dig is going to run. <laughs> oh, my God, please. Oh, good Lord. The yeah. dream team. <laughs> yeah. For the Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dream team. Yeah, it's more of like a nightmare team. But uh, you know what? Uh, you know, unfortunately, we're in the situation. Uh, and we got three more whole long years to have to dig with it. Well, maybe not, because in 2022, if we, uh, you know, if the Republicans take the House and the Senate, there's going to be very little that Biden is going to be able to do. Oh yeah, you could you could cut off all of his money because the um, House of Representatives, uh, you know, deals out all the money. So you could cut yeah. off all the money going to, um, you know, going to uh, the executive branch and say, nope, you're yep. not going to Europe. Nope, nope, nope. Just stay there in Camp David. Don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Keep him hidden away. Yeah, yeah you know, keep him in his basement like they did last yeah, time. Like the Democrats did to him during the campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? We you know we can only pray at this point, um, Jim. Yes. Uh, because you know we, we do see the higher gas prices. We we do see product shortages. I mean, I couldn't even buy a small turkey if I if I wanted one because uh, they were all out of stock. Uh, gas prices are going through the roof. House prices, car prices. Um, you know, heating oil prices, like you mentioned, oh my God, you know, yeah. that might not affect anyone in Texas because it doesn't get too cold down there. But uh, the, up the, last last winter, they had the polar vortex that dropped down in there, and they had a flash freeze for a couple of weeks. So it can uh, it can happen down there. But I got to yeah. get to my other call okay. here. So uh, right, well, very, very good, Jim. Uh, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Yeah. Happy I, Turkey Day, Christmas, whatever. <laughs> Ramadan, <laughs> Kwanzaa, all that stuff. New Year's. Yeah. Bye, yeah. Bye. That too. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Caller number two, and I <laughs> go right ahead. Hey there. How, How you doing, doing, Rob? All right, man. All right. And you were talking about that uh, coordinated. It was like the coordinated. Uh, military attack on all stores in San Francisco, huh? I was about to, I was starting to get into that, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you'd call it a military, but definitely organized crime. Yeah, with, with, with man sacked into the places, and it was, and, and it was a whole mess of people at once. Yeah. Unbelievable what's going on, man, in this country. Well, it, 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 it's, it's, it's when you... Well, it's just happening in the blue cities right now. Actually, what what needs to be watched out for is they'll come out to the suburbs because um, sooner or later they're going to get either the stores will have to leave the cities or they'll get uh, you know private security in there. You know, maybe, but I don't see these Republicans doing anything, offering anything. I think the biggest enemy of us is our government right now, Carl. Yeah. Total hugeness. Too damn big. I'm glad you brought up the Republicans because, yeah, what's Ted Cruz doing? What's Josh Hawley doing? Um, You know, uh, what's Charlie Baker doing? Ted Cruz went to Cancun. He thinks he can be president. He's not an actual born citizen. I think it's worse, man. I think this is all done on purpose, all done by design. Yes, that, that that was my point. I mean, the the green people, the greenies, for lack of a better word, want you to suffer. They want you to pay through the. They want you to pay five dollars a gallon for gas, so it'll force you to drive less. They want you to uh, have to have two or three sweaters on in your house, you know, and only have the, the temperature up to sixty degrees. Because you're you're destroying the planet in their mind. Yep, and then there's no diseases, 
They don't care about destroying us with all, all these weird stuff that they put in our deodorants. They say Alzheimer's, <laughs> it's excessive aluminum in your brain, and they put aluminum in, in, in vaccines and uh, deodorants. Yeah, well... Now, I, these court cases, right? The uh, Rittenhouse, right? Yes. The kid got off, but then this other weird... I, I think it was a uh, civil one with uh, Charlottesville, oh, where they said yeah. that the organizers of the event are not were responsible for all the violence. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? How about it? BLM? How about the Chop Shop? The Chaz Chop Shop up in Seattle. Some people died out there. Yeah, I know. But you're not going to be able to bring them to justice until we have a huge change in, in the government. Uh, the government's got to get chopped down drastically. And, um, you know, well, let's put it this way. It's going to get chopped down drastically. Collapse. Because we're going into massive debt. And, and like I said, this government is ridiculously huge, man. There's no need to have this government this huge. There's no need, there's no need, there's for, no need for 17 uh, security uh, forces in Washington, you know? FBI, CIA, NSA, I don't even know what the other ones are. Oh, man, there's so many. Yeah. DHS, DHS was just created. Um, and and uh, let's not forget, uh, you know, uh, the TSS. TSA, TSA yeah. whatever, you know. In 20 years, we went from calling outsiders terrorists. Now they're trying to label us as domestic terrorists if you don't swallow the big lies at the government. Yeah. And how about the law to bomb it? It was snuck into a defense um, authorization that the government can use propaganda on you to um, fulfill their agenda. Yeah. It's legal. Well, I've I've got a big problem with that. Is I I don't buy into the propaganda in the first place, and it's like a lot of people do, though. I know that's the unfortunate thing. And, well, Many people do. Even even when we were we were young, uh, when I was young, and you had ABC, CBS, NBC, you know, and a couple other tiny affiliates. Um, it, it was still propaganda then, but they could control the information that got out there because there were so few. Now there's a multitude of places to get the information from. So you can avoid the propaganda if you're wise to it. But there's a lot of people who are not wise to the propaganda. Hey, James, what do you do when, when it's been discovered with this COVID nonsense that half the population is willing to give everything away? To just give away freedom for what they think will make them safe. And they expect you to do these outrageous, abnormal things to your body to make them feel safe. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do them. Divided. I'm not going to do those things. Um, and our population. There's going to. Well, it's, I. I don't want to say there will be for certain because I can't predict the future. But I know a lot of people are talking about. There's going to be a lot of people dying. Because they took the COVID shot and it reduced their their immune system. It destroyed their immune system. So they are going to be, they could be attacked by anything. I hope not, but then they'll just blame it on the unvaccinated. And, and when, when people believe whatever nonsense that is being fed to them, that's how you totally ruin societies, man. Because you have everybody fighting each other. Yeah. Um, but... They're going to be dying off. Who knows, man? Who, who yeah, knows? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a sad thing know. to say, but, uh, you know, it's it's the Darwin Award. If you're dumb enough to take the shot, sorry. You pay hey, the consequences. Do, We're headed towards some, some outrageous times in the future, man. All being created for us on purpose to, to bring about this some. New world order. New structured world, yes. Where so few people are controlling so many things, man. It's unbelievable how the music industry, the entertainment industry just got funneled into so few hands. Our yep. media funneled into so few hands. Yeah. It's just going to get worse. Yeah. All right, James, man. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you. Yep. Thanks for the call. Later. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, it's a dark... <laughs> well, Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden have both talked about a dark winter. So, you know, don't think that I'm being the negative one here. 
because they ushered in the dark winter and this smash and grab thing going on in California. Oh, I just laugh at it. Let's see. Uh, this is what the uh, police uh, chief said. Uh, police chief from L.A. It's unfortunate because these people that are here are just trying to shop for the holidays and for their families, said LAPD Deputy Chief Alan Hamilton, according to KCAL. We've deployed extra officers here. It just so happened that this was the one part of the mall where they were able to get in and get out, even with our officers being deployed here. Yeah, it's called the watch, and when the, the cops walk in the other direction, you, you snatch and grab. KCLA reported that a security guard at the store confronted the thieves, but was attacked and sprayed in the face with a chemical spray. While law enforcement is still trying to determine what type of chemical was sprayed on the security guard, he was treated at the scene and later transported to a local hospital. Uh, this is just a bunch of other places in San Francisco that got hit. Union Square Friday night, Nordstrom. Let's see, in suburban Walnut Creek Saturday and a Luluman store in San Jose on Sunday. Oh, there we go. Louis Vuitton and Saks Fifth Avenue stores got hit on the famed Rio Drive. Rio Drive. Rodeo Drive. Rodeo, I think is how they say it. But, um, yeah, when you defund the, the police... You know, when you've got DAs that, that let criminals off the hook, what's to stop them? <laughs> what's to stop the criminal? You know, they may be criminals, but they're not stupid. When you make it easy for them to steal, oh, guess what? They go in and steal. But talking about the COVID stuff. We've got uh, rock and roll singer Brian Adams tested positive for COVID for second time despite being double vaccinated. Let's see. Here I am, just arrived in Milano, and I've tested positive for the second time in a month. So it's off to the hospital for me, Adams said in an Instagram post. A representative for the Star told the NME that Adams had been double vaccinated. NME. Now, this is uh, Paul Joseph Watson's thing. Now, this is something from Europe, so don't know what the NME is. This, the singer previously revealed that, that he had been... No, no, let me start again. The singer previously revealed that he had first been infected with COVID at the end of October, forcing him to pull out of a rock and roll Hall of Fame introduction ceremony. Induction ceremony. Now, he was infected with COVID. So does that mean that he got the actual COVID disease or that he, he tested for it? Because if he, if he got the disease, then he would have the antibodies in, in his body. And uh, if he gets tested after that, he's going to show positive because he's got the antibodies, which <laughs> actually means he's healthy. But I've got to read through this. Those who have been diagnosed with COVID-19 can test positive for up to three months following infection, according to the CDC. Well, yeah, they've got the antibodies. Of course, they're going to be positive. Testing positive during that time does not necessarily mean that one has been reinfected. No, it means they're healthy. Uh, oh, this is in the Daily Mail. Adams previously ranted about COVID in the context of slamming Chinese people who eat bats, although that COVID story is now highly doubtful. Thanks to some <clears throat> effing bat eating, wet market animal selling, virus making greedy bastards, the whole world is now on hold. Mr. Adams, it was not a wet market. 
It came out of a virology uh, laboratory in Wuhan. It was developed. It was made. It was created in that laboratory by Dr. Anthony Fauci, by Peter Gasek of Echo Health Alliance, by the Chinese uh, virologist there. Her last name is Xi. I forget her full name. But... <laughs> Brian Adams still thinks that it came from bat soup. So <laughs> I was talking with the last caller there, you know, about some people still buying the, the propaganda. And here's a good example of it. Brian Adams, a famous rock and roll star, still thinks that it came from bat soup. Oh, Given that a new variant of COVID has just been discovered in South Africa, Adams may unfortunately have to look forward to being infected for a third time. Good luck with those booster shots. That's the thing about the shot. One of the reasons why I won't take it is that when gene editing MNRA... uh, uh, gene therapy was experimented on in animals, not not for this latest COVID uh, MNRA, but for previous ones. The animals looked like they were doing okay for a little while, and the, when they went out into the wild, these test animals, and they were exposed to whatever colds and stuff were out there in the wild, they died. Sorry to um, explain that to you once again, but if you've got the shot, just like with these animals, their immune system was depleted by the shot. And then later on, anything that attacked them, be it just a simple cold, be it bronchitis, be it whatever, took them out. Now, I've been told by some people that you can boost your immunity, taking vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, um, you know, getting a more healthy diet. And no, I'm not a doctor, and (laughs) that's not doctor information I'm giving you, although doctors should be telling you this, especially if you've got dark skin. I've got light skin. I've got um, sunspots all over me right now. Uh, But if you've got dark skin, then you need more vitamin D. My body soaked in so much vitamin D, it overdosed on it. But um, uh, (laughs) we're in for a dark winter, and it is what Anthony Fauci had planned for. There's too many of you out there, and Fauci believes Bill Gates, who funds a lot of this stuff, he funded the uh, the experiments there in Wuhan. He believes there's too many people in the world, and the herd has to be culled. Sorry, but them's the facts. We'll be dealing with it soon enough. I didn't think I'd get to this story because it's a <laughs> it's kind of a big who cares. But did you hear about uh, Howard Stern? And he was railing against uh, Aaron Rodgers because he didn't take the the vaccine. You know, he, he kind of quote uh, joked about about having taken it, but he, he hasn't. And then he got COVID, and. Uh, he took the horse paste, you know, that ivermectin stuff. Well, you, you know what? There is a human uh, use for it, and not just for deworming. If you want to deworm, just go get some, some red man or start doing some chew. That'll get rid of those, those worms. But um, 
Aaron Rodgers used uh, uh, ivermectin and a host of other things that a friend of his, Joe Rogan, had told him about because he went through the same thing, got COVID and used ivermectin and uh, a cocktail of other things and got over it. Aaron Rodgers got over it within about 10 days and he was back on the field. Didn't do so well last week. Actually, he did well, but the, pa- uh, the Patriots, the um, Packers still lost. That was a good game. I was at a great uh, sports bar watching it. Yes, I have gone back to watching football. It's, I don't know, it's just part of me. But anyhow, Howard Stern um, was all over Aaron Rodgers' case. He was saying the NFL should fire him for not getting vaxxed. And um, now he's, he's still on this rant. And part of me says, who cares about Howard Stern anymore? 15, 20 years ago, he was, he was big stuff. Now he's just kind of like a burnt out shock jock. Who cares? But I've got three more minutes to kill. <laughs> uh, liberal radio host Howard Stern is so triggered that a effing moron who opposes COVID vaccines, that he's now threatening to run for president in order to clean this effing mess up. Believe me, this is turning into a third world country because of the effing morons we have living here, Howard said. It's a sad commentary on my country. Not our country, my country, his country. This is my country, he says. <laughs> I've got too many morons living here. We could be past a lot of this COVID business. Yeah, if we never shut down, if we just continued life as normal, if we'd gone about our regular business, yeah, we would have gotten gotten by this just like we've gotten by hundreds of other uh, contagions that have swept through in the past. Uh, like the Hong Kong flu, and like uh, swine flu. Let's see, I need to find, there we go, got to get down to here. But uh, we've gotten through flus, uh, through colds before. We don't need to shut down the economy for it. Quivers, his sidekick, Noted Stern was a champion of free speech in the 90s, telling him, you were all about freedom until those morons got a hold of this place. Howard said, now I'm not into freedom. It's not, I don't feel good about what's going on in my country. He sounded a lot like um, Schwarzenegger. You know, when Schwarzenegger said, F your freedom. Well, (laughs) I'm not going to be renting any more Schwarzenegger films. So, anyhow, that has been another hour of Dunn's Deal. And tune in next week for what you need to know. And we shall have a good time then. Happy after Thanksgiving. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.